All too often, after making the choice of salvation, we don't know what the next step is. Join me this week as I talk about who's the boss. Hi, and welcome to the Raising Kids on Your Knees podcast. Raising Kids on Your Knees is a ministry dedicated to equipping you to pray and parent life into the lives of your children. I am your host, Tina Smith. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy you're here with me. My prayer for you is that your time here will help you grow in freedom and victory in Christ so that your prayers for your children are powerful and effective. When we receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior, our next step is understanding exactly what it means for Jesus to be Lord of our lives. When we make someone Lord, we are yielding our will to theirs. It's a choice. When I received Jesus as my Savior, I walked unyielded to Jesus and did exactly what I wanted to. I walked for 13 years outside of the Lordship of Jesus in my life leaning on my own understanding and walking according to my flesh. Consequently, I paved a path of destruction in my life that me and my children live the consequences of to this day. Some might say I wasn't a believer and maybe they were right, but I know when I invited Jesus into my heart, something inside of me came alive. I believe the same thing happens to a lot of us. We invite Jesus to be our Savior, but then live lives completely unyielded to his authority. We do not read his word, or if we do, we do not do what it says. Jesus asks, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? He's asking you that question today. I believe this is part of the reason most Christians live defeated lives. God is a God of second chances, and he has beautifully redeemed every poor choice and consequence for the glory of his kingdom. Hallelujah. But it took fully and completely bowing my knee to him as Lord of my life and following him on a daily basis. And that is the key. It is a daily choice, not a one and done decision at the time of salvation. All this week, we are going to be praying for our children to embrace the lordship of Jesus Christ in their lives, as well as stepping up our own spiritual walk to daily choose to follow Jesus so that we can model this for our children. So what does it mean for Jesus to be the Lord of your life? Look with me at Philippians 2 verses 9 through 11. Therefore God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all other names. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. God elevated Jesus to the place of highest honor, seated at his right hand in heaven. Whether we ever declare him Lord of our lives or not, he is and always will be Lord. That is a total game changer. We can make him Lord of our lives today, or we can wait. But one thing is sure to come. We will someday bow and confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. When I invited Jesus to be my Savior, I had no idea what it meant for him to be the Lord of my life. I quickly learned that I couldn't follow Jesus without following him. I made the choice to put a stake in the ground and follow him no matter what happened. It has not always been an easy road. Following Jesus will cost us. However, it's a price well worth paying. 
It is only through choosing to be obedient to what the Bible says and following Jesus that we will live the abundant life that he came to give us. One of the things that's made the biggest difference in my life is making it a daily choice to submit myself to the Lordship of Jesus. Luke 2.11 says this, The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. We just celebrated Christmas. This is a familiar verse. Jesus didn't have to do anything to earn the title of Lord. He was born Lord. We don't make him Lord. He already is. There is nothing we can do or nothing that we don't do that changes that. Walking with Jesus as Lord of our lives is a daily choice. Every day we must submit ourselves to his authority in our lives and choose to follow him that day. As we make the choice to pray, read his word, and walk in obedience to him, our lives begin to line up with his will for us. This is how the victorious life in Christ is lived out. Did you know that when the Lordship of Jesus is settled in our lives, all other issues are settled? That's incredible. Here's the biggest mistake I made after asking Jesus to be my Savior. Look with me at Romans 10.9. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Often, we receive Jesus as our Savior and never think twice about walking daily with him as our Lord. I made the choice not to follow him daily, and it paved a path of destruction in my life. Maybe the consequences for you will not be as devastating, but there will be consequences nonetheless. When we sow seeds of disobedience in our lives, those seeds will grow and reap a harvest of destruction. We do not reap in the same season we sow. Do not be deceived into believing there will be no consequences. When we believe there are no consequences to disobedience, we've fallen for one of the oldest lies of the enemy. We will all face death one day. Romans 14.9 reminds us of this. Christ died and rose again for this very purpose, to be Lord both of the living and the dead. Death is a scary thing, whether it's us or those we love. Knowing that Jesus Christ is the Lord of the living and the dead is what makes all the difference for the person who knows Jesus as Lord. And the longer we walk with Jesus as our Lord, the more hope we have as we get older. Lordship provides us with trust and hope in the one we follow every day. Let's face it, my trusted friends are the ones I know most intimately. It's the same with Jesus. Making an effort every day to seek him, his ways, and his direction for our life is where we will find hope and peace. Seeking him in the good times is what will get us through the hard times. The more we seek fellowship with him, the deeper our relationship with him becomes and the greater the hope we have in him. I think most would agree that we are living in the end times and Jesus is going to be coming soon. I sure hope so. Revelation 17, 14 is very clear. Together, they will go to war against the Lamb, but the Lamb will defeat them because He is Lord of all lords and King of all kings, and His called and chosen and faithful ones will be with Him. Not thinking about the end times does not make them less likely to happen. 
they are coming and there is nothing you nor I can do about it except be busy making disciples of all nations. Satan is a defeated foe. Jesus also defeats the enemy in our lives today. He is Lord of all, and that means the schemes, plans, and purposes of the enemy in our lives as well. When we appropriate his lordship in our lives and understand the power and authority we have through him, we can live victoriously in this present life and the life to come. Submitting to the lordship of Jesus is warfare. If you know someone who would benefit from listening to this podcast today, would you do me a favor and forward it to them? Don't forget to hit the subscribe button and leave a review. I am so thankful you've taken time out of your day to spend it with me. Let me pray for you today. Heavenly Father, I lift my friend up to you. And I ask that, Lord Jesus, you would speak to their heart, that, Lord God, they would put that stake in the ground to choose to follow you no matter what. Because, Lord, we know that's where your victory and freedom and abundance of life is. Lord, thank you that you're coming to get us soon. Thank you that you are Lord of all lords and King of all kings. In Jesus' name, amen.